0: So I hope you enjoy the episodes and feel free to subscribe for your Jewelry Navigator Passport, a way to stay up to date with the current episodes and upcoming features. Thanks so much for joining us and enjoy the episode. Hey there and welcome back to Jewelry Navigator Podcast. I know it's been a few weeks since I last published a podcast episode and the last one was the pre-departure for my Tucson trip and that was in February. I know we're rolling into quickly um, the second week of March but it's been really busy and I've just been trying to catch up with that content but I wanted to follow up with a post show post Tucson show podcast and share what I saw and who I saw and I'm really excited to do that you can follow along with my Instagram feed as I'll be posting support content that will coordinate with the podcast another thing I want to mention that I'm creating I'm really excited about it's sort of like a magazine feature that will be on a devoted page to the Tucson show. I started to create a new category on my website which will be devoted to shows and the designers that I meet and feature from the shows. So let's get busy. Let me explain to you if you're unfamiliar with what trade shows are for the jewelry industry, they're essentially the same as trade shows and conferences are to every other industry in that They offer a lifeline through which industries can learn the latest advancements and shop the latest products within their industry. While the cost to attend or exhibit is an investment of time and money, trade shows are still a really good way to form and nurture relationships with industry peers and specialists. I've had the privilege of meeting and getting to know gem and jewelry specialists and designers by attending these shows and conferences, mostly trade shows. Now the trade shows can be um, divided in a couple of different ways. True trade show is exclusive to that trade. So you have to have a business or a business license in order to shop wholesale from these trade shows some of the shows that i attended in tucson are open to the public so it's not necessary to have a business license or to have a business to attend these shows although if you want the if you want the benefit of being able to shop at a wholesale price then you have to have a resale license or to own a business that's a little bit of the difference there okay on to my Adventures in Tucson while I was at the Tucson shows. Like I said, Tucson is one of those shows that is big and sort of a showcase of shows. It basically takes over the entire city. In fact, Tucson, Arizona becomes a mecca for gem, mineral, and jewelry fanatics, collectors, and buyers. They all show up in Tucson anywhere from mid January through mid February and the entire downtown region transforms into a blanket of white event tents along with hotels that have been converted into venues for gem and jewelry vendors. And a little bit of history for you, the Tucson Gem and Mineral Show began in 1955. Originally, it was held in an elementary school, and the show was established by the Tucson Gem and Mineral Society, but in 1973, it got too big, so they had to move it to the Tucson Community Center, (laughs) and by now, it's basically taken over the city, just like I said. One of the bigger shows is held in the convention center, and then there are big, giant tents that have hundreds and hundreds up to thousands of vendors in these booths. This was my second year attending the shows in Tucson and after establishing relationships in the past year with a few select designers who were attending Tucson and also a couple of shows in New York at the New York now show. My focus was narrowed to supporting these designers who were exhibiting in these shows. So if you've been listening to Jewelry Navigator podcast, you know that the dynamics and the purpose of why I share the stories of the designers and the gem information I do share that I feature on the show. It's because I want to bring an awareness and an education that these designers exist and that there are different kinds of gemstones that you can work with and select for jewelry. I'm always always about supporting the small designer who is doing something different and unique for those people who do want to stand out. And whenever I can, I visit the designers and feature them on the podcast. And most of the designers that I have featured on the podcast, I've either met met them at a show or knew them before I started the podcast. So it's just been a delight to share their stories through through the past couple of years. And with this being International Women's Day just yesterday, but also celebrating it through the month of March, I just want to share gratitude for the women designers who I have featured on the podcast. And you can go through and listen to past episodes. I'm not going to list everybody now because there are close to 70 podcasts now. And most of them have had guests. And actually, most of them have been women, I don't have anything against the guy designers, I just gravitate towards women designers, because I just feel like we understand what resonates with our style. And um, I also just like supporting women owned businesses. So I truly celebrate women's international month like every day that I do a podcast. And as for the designers, let's let me share with you my sequence of shows that I went to and the designers that I did support. And this is probably going to be a relatively brief podcast, but I just wanted it to be able to um, share with you some of the things that I did see the designers that I featured and supported and share some more of their stories. And like I said, you can go to my website at JewelryNavigator.com and under shows, you can find the designers that I specially featured as well as a special feature, including that magazine Feature that I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. So the first show that I attended while I was in Tucson was the select show. And that was at the Weston La Paloma Resort and Spa. It was a beautiful venue. And I went to see Deborah Navarro. She is such a treat to always visit. And she exhibited at the select show as well as the JCK Tucson show. So the select show was February 2nd and 3rd, and the JCK Tucson show was February 5th through 8th. So she was a busy girl. And like I said, she's always a delight to visit and is as brilliant and beautiful as the gemstones that she selects for her unique jewelry. And her jewelry truly is unique in the sense that she doesn't use faceted gemstones. The gemstones are rough, just like they're found. Sometimes she does one simple facet, a cut, but it still maintains the shape and form of the original gemstone crystal. When I showed up at her booth, displayed on her table were small white dishes filled with rough colorful gemstones it was like an offering of candy to guests it was so beautiful and then interspaced between those little candy gem candy offerings were jewelry on display like her ring and you'll find that I was modeling her beautiful rough gemstone tourmaline ring it's one of my favorites it's like a perfectly blue green tourmaline and while Deborah's jewelry is colorful and beautiful, part of her jewelry story is all about how the rough gems she uses are not only traceable, but how they support the people and the communities at the sources in East Africa. For more about Deborah's exclusive collections, you can visit her devoted page on my website, and you can find that on under the category or under the menu of shows under Deborah Navarro. And you can also visit her on her website at that's DebraNavarro.com. The next show and designer that I visited, well, the next show was the Pueblo show, because that was to visit Mary Vanderay, who is always with Tucson Todd's Gems. The cool thing about them is that they have a very unique partnership Mary creates and designs designs and creates really unique jewelry and what's really spectacular about what she designs it's not only the shape of the gemstones and her jewelry which is somewhat contemporary she's has a very versatile portfolio of her designs she can do anything but the really neat thing about her is that she has Todd facet really unusual shapes for her, like her galaxy ring, one of which I have, and it's a beautiful Jackson's Crossroads amethyst. I didn't know anything about this until I met Mary. And it's a really deep, saturated purple amethyst. And it's only found in one mine, which is in Georgia, and that's in Jackson's Crossroads. Um, So I'm really excited to to own that piece. And another thing I love about her galaxy rings are that they're so sturdy and durable and that the stones are set low in a bezel set. All of the stones she uses are faceted by Todd Wax of Tucson Todd's Gems. And one other really special thing about Todd is that he found a very exclusive collection of color change garnet. You can read all about it through GIA's publication of Gems and Gemology. I mean, seriously, it's one of the most unique things I've ever seen. The color change goes from a really saturated purple, beautiful purple, to a hot pink. It's unique to one location. It was only found in that one location, and I did a video, like I said, I have segments of video that I'm putting out on my YouTube channel, which you can visit me now on Jewelry Navigator on my YouTube channel, but they explain and show the color change. It's really fantastic. And I was able to model and, and wear a pair of their, of Mary's earrings that are set with the color change garnets that Todd faceted. So anyway, I remember meeting Mary last year, Mary and Todd in 2019 at the Pueblo Gem and Mineral Show. And I was so excited to find them because I first learned about Mary in Southern Jewelry News Magazine. And it was in a story of how she created a pageant crown for Denmark using precious metal and gemstones. So while I was wandering around the Ramada Hotel grounds, I wasn't really expecting. I didn't know what to find. The outskirts of the show are um, have a lot of loose gemstones and just kind of things that you can pick up for under $20, things that are just just easy. And it's one of the shows that is open to the public. So that's another really cool thing. So as I was wandering through, I happened to see this poster. And it was for Tucson Todd's Jams. And then I look again and I see Mary Vandery. I'm like, oh my gosh, I know that name. I have to go see them. So I made up my mission last year to find them. And I'm so glad that I did because it was the start of a wonderful relationship. And I visited and seen Todd and Mary a couple of times last year on their tour that they do through the year. And they stop all around the country doing gem and jewelry shows. So um, I went back this year prepared to tell more stories. And I'm so glad and so excited that I did and I can't wait to share more about them. And you can find Mary at Mary Vanderay. And that's Mary, vandera com, as well as on her Instagram feed at official. And the last designer that I supported and did a showcase or some stories on was Dana Bush of Dana Bush Designs and she was exhibiting at the JCK Tucson show and that was on February 5th through 8th unfortunately I had to leave the morning of the 5th to get back to Virginia so I did as much as I could that morning and I'm so glad I did I got a fabulous video of her explaining how she works with her clients which is really unique and the stones that she used Uses for her jewelry are just fabulous and they look like scenery. The way she chooses these gemstones for her pieces pull together and it's almost like collections in a museum exhibit. Dana uses color and texture combinations to create elegant sculptural art for the body. Really, jewelry, her artistic superpower is selecting gem materials and metals to complement or contrast the central stones of her designs, and her jewelry often reflects inspiration of nature's landscapes from deserts, mountains, and seaside. As a rising star, Dana has been featured in several fashion editorial publications, as well as recognized as one of 10 standout designers at the 2020 JCK Tucson show. I was so excited for Dana. She did great. And every time I was around her booth, she was surrounded by curious people who were so excited to see her her jewelry and some of the words that were kept on throwing around this is so different it's so unusual it's so unique and what's really cool besides being such a wonderful person that dana is is that she will customize collections for you whether you're a direct to consumer interest or a store if you have a specific color scheme that you want to work with she will work around that and create beautiful jewelry creations earrings necklaces bracelets but her specialty are earrings and necklaces you can hear more about Dana's story on jewelry navigator podcast she and all the designers that I'm featuring in this podcast have been podcast guests in the past and you can hear about how she transitioned from clinical psychologist to Jewelry Artist Sculpture. You can find Dana at Dana Bush Designs, as well as on her Instagram feed at Dana Bush Designs. While I was in Tucson, I wanted to support a couple of the designers that I featured on the podcast who were exhibiting and showing in New York at the New York Now Show, one of whom is Pam Whale. Pam is the creative force and genius of joyful organic elegance that is petite baleen jewelry. Her collections are delightful and are unexpected combinations of gems, pearls, metal, and materials that can seamlessly transform from casual coffee to date night out on the city. Pam exhibited at the New York Now Show in Luxury Lifestyle, and she graciously shared a wonderful video of her booth so I could be there as well. I've created show pages for each of the designers under a subcategory on my website. There's a menu that you can pull down, and it's under Shows. Um, jewelry shows and then it has Tucson, and you can find each designer has a highlighted separate page. So go visit Pam's page and I'll share that video with you along with some of her spectacular jewelry. And you can find Pam at petitebeileenjewelry.com as well as on her Instagram feed at Jewelry. The next designer who also exhibited at New York now is Elizabeth Moore, and I adore Elizabeth. I love all the designers with whom I've grown friendships with, but she is just such a delight. She creates jewelry inspired by her southern roots, but she's so grounded by direction in the Big Apple. Her collections share symbols that celebrate reminders of inner strength using ethically sourced gems set in repurposed 18 karat gold. Things like Montana sapphires and Kingsman turquoise, pretty pink opal that um, just really unique and beautiful gemstones. You can find Elizabeth at ElizabethMore.com and on her Instagram page at Elizabeth Moore, NYC. And the last designer that I featured and talk about while I'm in Tucson, but she actually wasn't in the States for one of the shows is Tracy trainer while she wasn't there at any of the shows. Her jewelry was Tracy's artistic metal smithing methods translate movement through convincing form and technique like her equus pendant, which I proudly wore while I was in Tucson. And I got so many compliments. I always do. I love how her attention to detail it actually you your mind's eye can just experience the movement of the horse or the koi goldfish swimming she just is able to capture movement but with the way she forms the metals and the textures and the finishes that she uses with her jewelry you can find tracy at Tracy. Trainer Jewelry, and she's in Dublin, Ireland. So you spell jewelry with two L's, or on her Instagram page at Tracy Trainer Jewelry. And once again, jewelry is spelled J E W E L L E R Y so that's my recap of my wonderful time that i had in tucson and remotely to new york i did go to the show in baltimore the american craft council show in baltimore and had a wonderful time i um, visited with some wonderful designers and once again i was super excited because Pam Whale was there. She was exhibiting there. I think that was her first American Craft Council show. So I got to meet up with her and actually see her jewelry in person, which was so fun. It's always so wonderful seeing Pam. She's just such a joy to visit. I also met Judy Powers, who I'd never met before, and her jewelry is just exquisite. Karen Jacobson is another one of my most favorite designers because she uses a form of artwork that you usually see in paper. It's origami. It's one of her signature stylings for her jewelry. I'm actually going to be featuring her on an upcoming podcast, which I'm really excited about. I did take some great pictures of some of her jewelry, so be sure to follow me on Instagram, and you can see her pictures that I took at um, at Baltimore. I also met up with Lori Gottlieb of Lori Meg Designs. I love her jewelry in that it's very organic, and so her story is really unique, and I did a post on Instagram about her, so you can go back and and take a look at that and learn a little bit about her story. In the coming weeks, I'll be getting back on track with the podcast, and besides Karen Jacobson, I'm going to be sharing the story of Noor Shama. Noor is a... She is so lovely, I love her story, and her jewelry is so unique, it has um, an interesting twist, it's very geometric, but yet um, very feminine, and leaves a lot of room for interpretation that... Kind of resonates with things that are personal with you as far as you know balance. Um, While it's contemporary looking, it's still very feminine. So I'm looking forward to sharing her story. And then I have a surprise guest. I'm not going to share who that is just yet because if you are a designer or a jeweler and we all are, as small businesses, wearing so many different hats, one of which is photographing our jewelry or photographing jewelry for, you know, our, our feeds and our website. So this special guest that I'm going to be visiting with will be sharing tips on why it's important to take excellent photos and when it's okay to take more lifestyle type of photos so I'm not going to spoil it for you you'll have to stay tuned to find out who that guest is I'll also be sharing an interview that I had with Liz Kantner a few weeks ago it was actually before I went to Tucson but she shares some really insightful tips on how to prepare for a trade show which ironically at this point in time is an interesting time because so many meetings conferences and shows are being canceled left and right for instance the ja new york show which was scheduled for i believe the 15th through the 17th of march and then the mjsa jewelry expo that's been canceled so a lot of meetings and um Conferences are being canceled because of the COVID-19, the coronavirus, and I want to just say a quick word about that. Um, Please take extra care of yourself. In fact, as I finished wrapping up this podcast recording, I've been sipping on a glass of Uh, vitamin C drink to help boost my immune system so let's all help each other and support each other however we can remotely and I'm going to come up with a few tips that um, along with Liz's podcast interview that I did with her on some things that you can do while we wait this out Thank you so much for tuning in, returning, especially after being away, me being absent for a few weeks, but I wanted to share these wonderful stories about the designers that I caught up with in Tucson and remotely in New York and then in Baltimore with you. And I wanna thank them one more time. Those designers were Deborah Navarro, Mary Vanderay, Dana Bush, Tracy Trainer. Pam Whale of Petite Baleen Jewelry, and Elizabeth Moore. Thank you so much ladies. You make my day every time I see you and your jewelry just lights me up. Be sure to check out the devoted page that I have on my website and you can go to JewelryNavigator.com under Jewelry Shows and you'll find these devoted pages of the designers as well as the shows that I attend. I also want to mention that I'm going to be gearing up for some special features that I'm going to be testing out in the coming months. I'm really excited about them. So you'll want to make sure that you're subscribed to Jewelry Navigator Passport. It's a way to stay in touch and be on the mailing list for upcoming announcements and special projects that I have going on. So until next time, cross-check your sparkle and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.